So right at the uh, Amar Rava, it's uh, really a new topic, kind of. Amar Rava Dvar Torah, that from the Torah's perspective, even though it's uh, something that you wouldn't really, uh, you know, you don't, it's not immediately obvious uh, that the Torah is going to talk about the laws of Gentiles, but the Torah recognizes the right of Yerusha of Gentiles, that they inherit e- uh, each other, that the... Um, Okay, Shenemar, it's based on the Pasuk, because the Pasuk says, im We calculate with the buyer, and not with the inheritors of the buyer, which basically means that when he dies, uh, it doesn't go to the... It does not go to the child, meaning the, guy, the slave doesn't serve the, the, the son now of the Gentile. Now, obviously, why would you have to say he doesn't serve the son unless the son is Yoresh, the property of the father, and just not the slave. Okay, so that's the idea. So, um, obviously there is an inheritance, otherwise the, there would be no need to tell us this. So that's the first point. Now, that's the Dvar Torah. But the ability of a Ger to, to inherit his Gentile father, that's actually rabbinic in nature. It's an interesting thing. The as the Mishnah tells us, a convert or Gentile, uh, and Gentile, his Gentile brother that are inheriting their father of a kavim who's Gentile. So the Mishnah tells us that the ger could tell his uh, brother that the Gentile, you know, you'll take all the idols. Um, I have no use for them. But you'll appreciate that. And I'll just take the cash. You can take all the wine, like patients. But any person, I'll take the fruit. That's because it's before it comes to him. But once it comes into the ger's rishos, then it becomes asr. He can benefit from it. Now, if it's vis, I'll get that rice. If his rights to inherit is from the Torah, it wouldn't be permitted, permissible for him to do this shtick of, you know, taking the exchange unless he's really not entitled to the Yerusha altogether because he's, he really doesn't inherit his father. So we only give it rabbinically. We said that, you know what, if he doesn't get the Yerusha, he's going to regret becoming Jewish. We don't want that to happen. So therefore, we rabbinically provide that he's entitled to an inheritance. <clears throat> So um, it would be prohibited because it's chilufa avodus kavim. It's an exchange for the idols. It's a rabbinic. It's a rabbinic decree that he's entitled to any Yerusha altogether because maybe he'll uh, he'll go back to be want to be live like a guy. So you should maintain the Yerusha, the inheritance. The price says so as well. One of these words, when they inherit, when it comes to partnerships, then it would be prohibited, which proves that uh, it would be considered an exchange. It's only not an exchange because he's not genuinely entitled to any Yerusha. Okay, overcome is a ger, the ger is a ger. The ability of a Gentile. <coughs> Let's say there's a uh, the father converted, but the son never converted. Um, so his ability to inherit his father, the contract, or a ger is a ger. Let's say a father and son converted together. So from their ability to inherit is neither, meaning there is no inheritance in that, those cases. 
the Tanan is the Mishnah says, love the most when I gave somebody borrows money from a Gambert, and the children also converted with him. So, lo yaksu lebanov. You're young, owe the money to the children, and you should not give it to the children. Then Hixer, and if you did, in Ruchacham Nochamenu, the Chacham do not look at that favorably. They say that's not the right thing to do. They're not saying, oh, very nice that you did it. No. Shinnitah. If a whole family converts, the children don't react in the father? Correct. That's exactly right. Wow. Right. So, I've Tanya Ruchacham Nochamenu. Sounds, it says in the Brisa that the Chama are like kind of look favorably upon the fact that you're paying back the son. So, if he converted completely, meaning he was already born, you know, conceived and born before the, the, before the conversion, so then he doesn't inherit it at all and you should not give it. But, but if it was the if it was different that the the, the the conception was without um, without meaning before he converted, but the birth was after conversion, so that's a different story. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. Okay. Different source. So first we saw Rava's basis coming from the Kishon Gedeo. Now, so Rava and Rabbi Yechonon of the Chavim Yerushas of the Torah, the Chesim, because the Pesach says Yerush Leisam. That's how they start saying. I gave Harseir as Yerusha. So you see, the concept Yerusha applies to Gentiles. So the Gemara says, "V'til me Yisrael lo Marshani." Who says that Esav has halachic status as a Gentile? Of the Chavim. Maybe he's a din of Yisrael Mumra, and that's why he gets inheritance. So Gemara says, you're right. El a different source. Because to the children of Lot, I gave the city of Or as an inheritance. So there you go. Now, B'nai Lot is clearly not Jewish. Okay. Why did Rabbi Yisrael quote Rabbi Yisrael say this source? Why not say Rabbi's source? So the Gemara answers, Miksiv, the Kishim Kunebulam Yerushkanel. Did it say the buyer and not the inheritors of the buyer? It doesn't prove that there's an inheritor. The Rava, my Tamiloi, Amar, Kerub, Kerub, why doesn't he like this answer? Maybe the reason why there's a Yerusha is not because Goyim and get Yerusha, but because it's an honor of, of Avram that uh, Lo was given a gift, basically. It doesn't mean that there's concept of Yerusha by Goyim, and that's why it's not a good source. Okay, brings us to the next thing. Tanra, Abundant, Yesh, Bivri, Shein, Bivriya. There's things that I evidently have that Avriya, Amivriya doesn't have. Avriya, Shem Avriya, and there's the other way around. Uh, things that Avriya uh, have that uh, that Avriya have that not by Avriya. What is that? And Avriya goes out with years, six years. Yovel goes out. Misata, Mashen Gem Avriya. That doesn't happen to Avriya, Amivriya. Kamara's going to ask in a second. Wait a second. Now, of course, she goes out. She goes out with that plus. We'll see in a minute. She goes out with Simonim, and and also she can't be resold. And we force the father to redeem if he has the money to pay for it. And we do not do so by the Avri. Now, so one, one step at a time. 
how can you say such thing? That the Ivan Ivri has these day, ways of going out that's not true by Ivriya? For a minute, we have a contradiction. She has an additional way of going out besides for these ways that she goes out with with puberty. So Amr of Yada. We're talking about if he did a yield, then she doesn't go out with years, she doesn't go out with Yovel. You know, after he does Yud, so then she's his wife. But comes the Jubilee, she's free. No, it doesn't work that way. She stays on, and the only way that she goes out is with a get. Of course. She, after Yud, they're like husband and wife. Of course they need to get. So the says, no, there's a Chiddush here. Maybe she shouldn't lose her halachas, and therefore she should still be entitled to go out the same way. We don't say that. So what's the deal that she goes out with Simonim? <laughs> if she's a yield, then she doesn't go out with Simonim, right? If let's say before she hit uh, puberty, the you know like he did a yield for the rest of the years of service, and he and he married her. So uh, why do we say that she's yotzim Simonim? It's not true. So you have to fix it. Okay, come this is what it means. If he didn't do yield, then not only does she go out with all the ways of an heaven. But she also goes out with an additional way of Yotaf Bisi money. That's how you read it. Okay, now we mentioned a few other things that exist only by Mavriya, not by an Evid Ivri. Number one, she cannot be resold. Once, uh, one, one time, it's a one time thing that the father can sell his daughter once and not anymore. Okay, so So that would imply that an Evid Ivri can be resold. Is that true? But Tanya Bryce says Big Nevaso, but Lobi Khvelo. First of all, he's Vinimkar Big Nevaso. He sold for what he stole, not for the Kefel. In other words, what that means is let's say he stole, I don't know, a thousand dollars. And uh, he has a thousand dollars, but he owes the Kefel, because they caught him, of a thousand dollars. So he can so if he has enough to pay the Gneva, but he doesn't have enough to pay the the Kefel of it, so um so then he's not sold for the for the fact that he can't uh, make the kefal payment. Okay. That's also if he if he if he if he was an aid zomim that said that somebody else stole and owes money. And now therefore he owes money. So and he can't pay it because he can't afford it. You don't sell him for the chiyuv of of Zmama that requires him to pay what he wanted the other person to lose. That's one. That's another one. And Once you sell them once, you can't sell them anymore. Kasha. So you see that you can't, you can't resell him. And you just said that it's his nimkavinishness. So Kasha is not difficult. The difference is if it's one geneva or two geneva. For the one geneva, so then he can only be sold once. But if he stole multiple times, so then. This one you can be sold, and then when you finish that term, for the other thing that you stole. Some of the Abaye, implies even multiple thefts. So Abaye says, you know what it means? It depends. If it's, he stole many things from one man, so then for that grand total robbing, even though it was multiple stealings, he only can be sold once. But if he, he can't pay back, he stole from a different person, then that, that other person has a right to sell him also. Okay. Okay, this is an interesting 
phenomena. So Gnevo Elif, let's say what he sold is worth a thousand. And his value is five hundred. So he took a thousand slime, a thousand silver coins, and he stole it, spent it obviously, and his body value is only five hundred. So Nimkar, the Chazav Nimkar, he sold and resold. That's the the right one. With the no, oh. no, 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 no. We talk about he didn't have the money. Oh, his, his market value for him is only five hundred. What he stole is worth a thousand. So what happens? He's nimka v'chos nimka. He's sold five hundred. That pays half. Then he's resold again for another five hundred, and then it's all paid off. Kinevo chamesh meos v'shavelef. If the thief, the the the, the theft was only worth five hundred. And his body is worth a thousand if you'd be sold on the market. So in he doesn't get sold at all because he's too valuable. You can't sell more than you have a right to sell. You can't sell him if only half of him needs to be sold. Not true. If the, what he stole and what his value is is, is identical, so then then it can be sold. And if it's off, either it's too much money or too little money, it's not a sale. We don't sell. In this logic, Rebbe Lezer has better as a point. Why? Why when the theft is only 500 and he's worth a thousand day nimker that he's not sold? Why? Because it says you have to sell all of him, not half of him. Okay? So the same logic should be the other way as well. You can't sell uh, yourself uh, um, uh, for only half of the Gneva. You have to sell yourself for the full Gneva. Okay, so that's the, that's the, that's the story with that. Okay. <clears throat> now. So, brings us to the next Maila, next thing that Amavriya has that it's not true by the Evet. What is that? Umaftin also Balkarcho. We force if the father, fall, you know, after he sold his daughter, he uh, somehow we find that he has money. Somehow he got money, so he's forced to redeem his daughter from servitude. How so? First, we thought that it's against the will of the master. We meaning, if I have the money and he does, even though he doesn't want to sell, too bad we force it. Some of the buy my new, the What does that mean? That we say that uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll give you an IOU note? Why would he be willing to do that? What does it mean that we're forcing him? Um, obviously, if you're coming up the money, he gets his money back. So what are you saying? You're gonna, you'll, you'll, make, you'll, you'll owe him the money? Uh, am I? Why should he be forced to do that? Right now he has a, he has a pearl in his hand. You're going to give him a piece of uh, pottery? No way. Elam Rabbi Abayi says Balkarchadav. What it means Balkarchadav means against the Father's will. Mishom Kamishpacha because of the fact that it's an embarrassment to the family that he sold his daughter. That's why. Okay. Yach Yavidivri Nami. Same thing by Yavidivri. Why don't we force the family to redeem the Yavidivri? So Gemara says Yavidivri Nami Nakhbinu Levinim Mishpacha. Let's make the family redeem him. So the because it's an embarrassment. The problem is, is that nothing's stopping him from reselling himself. 
So it's going to get onerous on the family. Ay, why don't we say the same thing by the Amevriya? Ha'chanam if he sold her once, he'll sell her again. I mean, uh, you know, we, if, he, if we make him buy her back, he'll resell her. <laughs> we already said that she can't be resold. Omani, and who is this opinion that says that once the Amavri is sold, she cannot be resold? Rab Shimon eats Rab Shimon. Not everybody agrees to that, so it's Rab Shimon's position. Titania learned the price of Mokhar, the Mesbital Ishus. A person can. Sell his daughter for Ishus. Um, we'll explain what this means. Bishona, uh, and he can, and again, meaning let's say he marries off his daughter uh, once, and then let's say the husband dies, so he can marry her off at a different time. Okay? As long as she's still in Katana. As long as it's still the right age, it's the, the father still has the rights. So, Ishus, Achor Ishus, yes. Bishona. Same thing. He sells her as a shivcha, and let's say the adon dies, so now he can sell her again. Uh, you can do ishos achar shivchos, meaning after she was serving a master, and then let's say she goes free, so and she's still under the father's domain. He can marry her off now. It's not too late. He can. Do. So in other words, let's say she hit age twelve. The father still has rights from age twelve. She went free. Already at age 12, and now the father marries her off and gets the money for that too. But after he married her off, and then it, it's too late, he can't sell her anymore. That, that doesn't work. Meaning, let's say he married her off very young, and then let's say the husband dies, he can't say, you know what, now I'm going to sell her as a slave. That, that's not an option. That she does, Tanakamar. Shimon says, no. Just like you're agreeing to, you say that Shivchazachrishas doesn't work, you can't sell her as a slave or as a maidservant after marriage. So, so too, you can't um, sell her again or resell her. And that's what we're going like. That once she's sold once, she cannot be sold again. But it happens to be that this machlokas, Tankam and Shimon, is this other machlokas of Tanoim. The Tanya says, Bivigdova. Bivigdova. What does that mean, Bivigdova? Kimish appears Talisa Oleo. Once he spread the talus over her, which means Beget, Bigdo coming from Lashon Beget, the clothing. So, meaning she was married. Shoven Rishalamachra, then he can never sell her anymore. The Rebbe Kivis. Rebbe Kivis' understanding is, is that it's the once she's been covered with the garment of the, you know, there's a. There's actually a minag amongst Sephardim, actually. Ashkenazim don't really do this. That they, Yekas do it too. Whatever, right. But they have a lot of... Com- they, they, been, no, but they wrap the talus over the two of them. Right. They, they actually spread the baguette uh-huh. over the both of them. So that's what it means. Piris taliso aleho kimitshe big doba, the baguette... So then, Shulvein Rishai Lamochre can't sell her again. Different Rebbe Kiva. That's Rebbe Kiva's opinion. He has her Omer bevigdova kibin shebagadba, meaning he rebelled against her. Meaning by you know he he basically you know sold her. That's pretty. That's like a bigida. It's like a rebellious thing to do to your daughter to like you know you know she trusts you and then you say selling her off as chattel. That's kind of bad. Whatever in a sense. Shulvein Rishai Lamochre, you can't sell her again. You did it once, it's bad enough. You can't repeat that. Okay, that's the idea.
Okay, that's how he reads it. So, what's the machlokas between Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Yezer, so you go by how it's written. And since it doesn't have the yud to indicate big dough like a baguette, so it's bug it's a, it's a, Rashi says it's a chat of kamatz, bevagdova, which basically is rebelling. Okay, and Rabbi Kiva how it's pronounced, which is we have we know we have a tradition that it's with a chirik, so it's beged. That's not a contradiction. We'll do both. Yeah, either one. Uh, if either uh, if either if he if he if he if she's married, then you can't sell her anymore. Or if you sold her once, you can't sell her again. And that's how Rabbi Shimon learns. He holds both of them. Rashi is careful to point out, and it's a very big, basic Rashi over here. It gives a like uh, yesod for in drushas. He says that uh, it's true that Rabbi Shimon holds when there's a contradiction and you have to make a choice between Yeshem Mikra and Yeshem Lemsoris, he goes by Mikra. But when you have both options, then he's going to choose the both options. That's that's Rabbi Shimon Shito. Okay, boy, Rabbi Baravua. So Rabbi Baravua is the Shaila Yud Nisuin Ose or Irisin Ose. What does Yud do? Does Yud create an Isuin or an Irisin? Is it like a betrothal, meaning like just a kedushin, or is it like a consummated marriage? That's the shaila. Nafkamina, difference will be Yosha, Does he inherit her? Litamila? Does he can he become tamitor if he's a kohen? Lafrin Can he wipe away her vows? So, might what's the deal? So, Tashma Kamini proof. It says bevigdova kimishapir stoli solel shuvenu shalemocher. The father can't sell her anymore. Zvunu dulamazvin like can't sell her. Hayu meayidla. But it's a, you know he can. Uh, do a yud. Wait, it sounds like that it's only he can't sell her anymore, but he can marry her off. How can he marry her off? If it's in a suin, you can't marry off after the suin. Once in a suin happens, he, he loses. She, he lost all rights on her. Now, that's a known thing. It's clearly only an erison. No, we're talking about regular kiddushin. The vachikamer. It's not talking about a case of uh, yield with uh, uh, with marriage with uh, in in within a sa- within a sale. Talking about regular kiddushin. And vachikamer kimishem masravia lemishin eschayev bishayruk susav onasa. Meaning kiddushin shovein yochel mochra. So that you can read the words bevigdova talking about the beged. Not that he wrapped her in a baguette or he did a did a nisuin, but that he is obligated now to pay for her clothing. That's what he's That's ksus, right? And that's starting that talking about kiddushin. So shuvin yochel mochra. So that's how you could read it, and then it's no longer a raya. Tashma karna proof he mochra lekrovim. You cannot sell an amavria to relatives, as we saw this idea before. Mishavur omer mochra lekrovim. You can. But they both agree. If she's a widow, she can be sold to a con godol. She's crucial. If she's divorcee or chalutza, you can do so to a regular con hediot. Now, how money? What's the case of almana? Think about it. If she married herself off on her own without the father's permission, she's not almana. She was never married. That's not a marriage. It's not a recognized marriage if she's a minor that was married off by the father. With, by by yourself, Ella the Obviously, the father married her off. 
but then he's not able to sell her at that point. Didn't we say there's no shivchas hachrishas? So this doesn't make sense. It must be that we're talking about kedusha yud. So you have to like add in. It's a yud case. And it's going like Rabbi Yisrael. The Dumber most Rishon is lavlik kedushin yetenu, which means that the father got the money for the shivchas, and the guy did a yud, which never went to the father, so he never really. So now, and then the guy died, so she's a widow. So then the father still has a right to marry her off because there is issues achar shivchas. Yeah, I'm nisuin also, but if it's in nisuin, the yud kevin zenis it's shravin of yerushos, but there's no rights anymore. Well, my Arison also. So what is it, Arison? They both agree that she could sell her. There's no shivchas achrishos if it was a yud, even if it's kiddushin. There's no shivchas, and it says that they both agree that he could still sell her. That because that's what we just quoted. Reb Lezer says she's mochra l'krofim. She could be sold. How she be, how she being able to be sold if she if there was a yud case. Because it's not her marriage. It is her marriage and not the father's marriage. When the father marries her off, so then he doesn't have any rights anymore to do to sell her as a slave. But when she was married off on her own, that was not that's not that that's she the, married off her own she's a town. No, because it was yield. That's what it means. Okay. Well, Meaning, that's, considered, get, hers, that's considered hers or not from him, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because it's most Rishonos. Yeah, if the, the original money that was given to the dad is the Kiddushin it's like the father married her off. Right. If it's not the Kiddushin Etenu, so it's like she married herself off in a sense, because uh-huh. it, it's like saving her from the, from the servitude. That's the, that's the, that's the idea. The master, the, master the master marries her, right, exactly. So uh, you could say, That's why it's not the same thing. So even if it's Nisuin, you could say, If the father married her off and there was a Nisuin, then the father lost all rights. But if she did her own Nisuin, so then he doesn't lose his rights. I mean, in other words, you could wiggle out of it like that. So Gemara says that doesn't make any sense. I might Bishlam Erison, Erison, Shani. There's a different. There's a different type of Erison when it's he gets the money or he doesn't get the money. But Elanisumini Soin, Mishani. You can't. There's no the reason to make. There's the illogical to say that the Nisuin of Yud is different than the, than a regular Nisuin. Uh, so uh, let's just finish the point. Or Rav Nachman Yitzchak. According to Rav Nachman Yitzchak, Tam Rafilu Rabbi Yehuda. Most Rishonos the Kedushin Etenu. He holds that even Rabbi Yisroel holds that the original money was for Kedushin. So, but my So now we're sort of there's no way to make sense out of this because that is the father marrying her off. So Mukimla, Rabbi Yisroel, you'll have to say it's going like Rabbi Yisroel. Tamer the Shivchas Acher Shivchas Hu Dulo Matzi Masmula. The only thing that does that's not allowed is Shivchas Acher Shivchas. Well, the Shivchas Acher Ishos Matzi Masmula. Even though the original was Ishos. He touches up as big begida, not beged. So therefore, shivchas achrishus is okay. Now we originally tried; we knew about Rebbe Leizer held that way. We were trying to avoid saying that it's going like Rebbe because he was a shamuti. But when push comes to shove, if that's the only way to make sense out of it, that's the only way. Anyway, we'll stop over here and have a beautiful.